Hello, everyone. This is JPL, and today I am joined with Christopher. Yes, and we are podcasting podcast in brackets. brackets. Anyway, how are you doing today, Christopher? Um, <clears throat> I'm doing pretty well. I was, I was just like, because like sometimes like that's a question that you don't always think about. So for a moment, I was like trying to think, and like, no, I don't really have anything incredibly good or incredibly bad to report so today is another day off so we do this call and after this call maybe i'll go to get a few things i definitely have to get laundry out maybe i'll do some stuff from a town work maybe i'll watch a movie um it's actually kind of interesting um because like there's a handful of movies that like i want to watch that my roommates already seen so um so i guess maybe it's uh, there's just like this weekend i'll talk about it, a movie um that i'll just be like you know what i'm just gonna watch the movie um with adam because i know he's seen it before you know what i mean yeah so but he, there's two movies that i want to watch that he doesn't want to rewatch. one i've already seen before I want to watch again. It's going to be Batman versus Superman. Dawn of Justice. Ultimate Edition. Um, I'm thinking of... I always say to him, like, when you're gone, I'm going to watch it. It's, like, now my favorite joke of sorts. Um, and when he comes home, he's like, guess what I did? I watched <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Dawn of Justice. Ultimate Edition. But I never do... I think I'm going to push it off for Dark my dark month um because you know i'm gonna be off that month and you know it kind of know what i mean sure yeah yeah um but then there's a movie i haven't seen that he said he's th seen three times he says it's okay um but it's the Adam Project. It's on Netflix. It stars Ryan Reynolds. Zoe Zadana's in it. I think Mark Ruffalo's in it too. Those are the only actors I know are in it. But it's directed by Sean Levy, who's worked heavily with Stranger Things, but he also directed Free Guy, which also stars Ryan Reynolds, and he's also going to be directing the new Deadpool movie. So there's interest in that movie because of that. Um, so I'm just curious. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. um, and plus I like Zoe Zadana. So, at least from the Guardians movies, that's all I've seen her in. But, like, I feel like that's enough for me to say I like her. Sure. Um, yeah. Should we just get into what we watched? Um, or do you want to talk about some things? I mean, we had Thanksgiving this past week. So we did. We did. Uh, I didn't do much. I visited someone's family's house, and we had something there mm -hmm. it was their first time cooking really yeah it they was, do a yeah, good job it was, it was um it was mostly edible <laughs> hey at least you got some homestyle cooking sure <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I, I mean, really, no other family is ever gonna be the same as your own family's cooking. It's like no well, matter. Do we invite? You? Oh, we did. No, once. no, no. No, wait, no. did we? 
No, no. What I'm what I'm saying is like, oh, your own. your own family. Oh, because you, I when you said that for a moment, like me, like wait, did we invite you? And like my brain, but we did invite you once. I think it was like for my birthday or something. Yeah, I, I've been to your house once for your birthday. Okay, I remember that. Dang. We, we had pizza. Did um, we eat pizza? Yeah, you, you had some Domino's. Really? Yeah, you also had like Kroger brand Cokes or we did. sodas. And I, uh, okay, we those are good. I guess there were other people there too. I don't remember who. Yeah, I could I could make a guess. I know people I've invited, but I don't remember what, when, and what year or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, you always have to be polite. It's like, yeah, it's great, it's good, mm-hmm. but in your heart, it's like you're nothing like mom or grandma. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You know. That was about it. Not much else going on. So. Stuff we watched, um, (laughs) I haven't watched any movies besides, like, whatever we're doing for the Barbie podcast. And in terms of TV shows, like, I've watched a couple things, but I haven't really done anything. I caught up with, like, a a pony show that I was watching. Mm -hmm. It was, I just... I can read the review. Um, it's it's a series of like five minute episodes that they had for this new generation of ponies coming out, and it's not easy to watch. And so, what I said here is that it's a pretty lackluster behemoth of shorts because there's about like seventy shorts on YouTube. Oh my gosh! And the runtime doesn't allow for intriguing multi layered concepts or plots, so everything is just too simple and a little mundane um with like the simplest concepts of just like mm-hmm. oh um i i broke someone's gift or toothbrush what do i do next and that's just five minutes of whatever wackiness they do to solve that and half the times they don't even solve that and every once in a while it might pique your interest but it's not able to go far enough because of the runtime. It always shorts itself. And the animation is not the most appealing, but it serves its purpose. And I think it actually fits the voice cast better than the 3D show that we have going on, which is odd. But the continuity is also at odds with the main 3D show itself. Because the same episode ideas or concepts are repeated. Some scenes are just flat out remade. And so it's really hard to tell... Is it canon? Is it not canon? What what the heck is this? Because uh, some things that some things happen in this show that are referenced, you know, the show, but then they again they remake some of the same scenes with the same plots. The show isn't meant to do more than be cute and give kids a quick pony kick on YouTube, but it's a real shame that it doesn't explore anything more than the same scenarios and conflicts with the same themes and resolutions. I really want to like this show. But I feel like it's it's a waste of time. And this has been my feelings for it for like the past couple years. So, how much is that that you watch? Uh, I've watched 
up until recently, so about 50 to 60 episodes. So the first 40 are on Netflix, the rest are all, they come out on YouTube, so. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. That's what mm. I've been watching. Not much else. Well, I guess it's my turn. <laughs> um, we haven't watched any TV shows. Okay. I think I mentioned the Matt Rife special last time. So, uh, so in reference to what I was talking about before, um, while my roommate was at work, because... On Wednesday, we had a morning and afternoon show, no evening show. So I watched uh, Monster Sync for my first time. Mm. Um, it's solid. I shed tears at the end, though. Oh, you did? I did. Oh. Uh huh. I didn't. Bro, Sully was so sad. It made me so sad. I mean, yeah. It's sad. Made me so sad, man. Mm-hmm. What's sad is that there's no sequel. <laughs> Have you ever tried watching that TV show? No. The Monsters at Work? No. The roommate said it's not good. I I would expect like you, it's probably just gonna be like yeah, eh, it's fine. It's your Disney Plus thing. There's really nothing much of substance. Like I watched the Cars show. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm curious. Okay, how long were those episodes? Oh, well, I think fifteen to twenty minutes. Interesting. Not yeah, terribly long. The monsters. At work show, like, there's, like, 10 episodes, and each of them are, like, 30 minutes. I'm like, dang. Put out a whole five hours of this. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, also, one interesting thing I noted about Monsters at Work is that Pixar's not in the name. Like, all the promotional material, it all says Disney. There's no Pixar on it. I thought was very interesting. Um, anyways, then me and my roommate watched Old Dads, which is a Bill, uh, which is a movie that Bill Burr both starred and directed. Bill Burr is a comedian. Yeah, I haven't I seen a lot of his stuff. Okay, uh, I haven't seen a lot of his stuff, but I'm like, you know what? This might be good, and it's not that great. Um. I think there are bits that would work in a comedy set, but not necessarily a movie. Like, there's, like, he spends a good, like, a minute, like, ranting about, like, electric scooters at one point in the movie. And, like, that's great for a comedy special, but, like, movie, you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of boring. So, like, it's not the best-paced the story is okay. I don't know. There are funny moments for sure, but not the strongest. Uh, then me and my roommate watched uh, Super Bad, 
which is a movie where I don't love the concept, but there are definitely hilarious moments. And there's one, uh, one storyline as it relates to the police officers. I thought it, that was hilarious. That was probably my favorite part of the movie. So there were some legitimately funny parts in that. And then me and my roommate watched a movie called 20th Century Girl, and I will skip that for now. I'll come back to that later. And then my roommate said he did want to watch Monsters University with me. So uh, we watched that. Um, and Mike's character is not consistent. Because in Monsters University, he's a smart guy, you know? And then in Monsters Inc., he's a dumb guy. You know what I mean? And I think, yeah, a few of those, like, inconsistencies kind of like, just, like, bothered me a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. Sully's character, that I can believe. Like, his character progression makes sense to me. But Mike's does not. And even with that, like, we watched uh, the, the Pixar short uh, Mike's New Car after watching Monsters University. And Mike's like, hey, I got a new car, and the car just doesn't work and, like, keeps doing goofy things. Pretty slapsticky. I was dying laughing. Um, but it, was, it just really accented, like, Mike's a dumb character in Monsters, Inc. <laughs> he's not that smart. And in Monsters University, he's the man with the plan. In Monsters, Inc., he tries to come, he tries to come up with plans, and he can't. It's just interesting, you know? Um... And this story's fine. It's pretty kids coded, which is, I mean, I'm not saying that's bad, but I don't know. I guess for a moment, I was a little more excited that, like, oh, with the university aspect, obviously you can't get too nutty, but I was like, I thought it would have a few more moments that would be more fun. And I guess I didn't get those. And I, I think in general, I just enjoyed the story of Monster Sync more. Mm hmm. And then last night we watched The Nice Guys, which stars Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Um, they're a great pair in it. It's pretty funny. There's some legitimately... Like, this is like a movie that... It's one of those movies where there are definitely witty lines and such. But then sometimes some of the comedy is in the action. Where it's not like, let's go slapsticky for no reason. It's like... This accident happens, and then that happens, kind of like that trail, and it's just funny. There's like one specific thing I'm thinking about, and it, just, it got me and my roommate. It kind of like that happened, like, haha, that's funny, and then it kind of happened again, and like, oh my gosh. And it's just unexpected, but it's it's just literally like how it played out, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it was pretty solid. All right, back to 20th Century Girl. 20th Century Girl is a movie on Netflix. It released last year. Okay, so, um, one of my friends texted me something that got me a little upset, more than a little upset, but I'll, I'm gonna just keep it surface level. So I was like, you know what? <sighs> I need something to lift my spirits, you know? I need something to make me feel better. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. And I thought, what better way to make myself feel better than a nice Korean romantic movie? <laughs> okay. And so, I pulled up and played this movie 
called 20th Century Girl. I ugly cried. I cried so much. The next day was ruined for me. Oh, I know those, yeah. And then the next day, I still wasn't feeling better. Mm-hmm. The, so, so we watched that movie Thanksgiving night. So Friday's ruined. And I wake up very early Saturday morning, and I hear my roommate blubbering in his room. And I st- stayed at his side for like five hours because he still wasn't over in the movie. <laughs> John. What? This movie. Do you want me to watch this movie? I'll be... The the too long didn't read is make your own decision. Mm -hmm. This is the long answer. Obviously, I love this movie. This is... Mm -hmm. Only the second movie I decided to give five stars on Letterboxd. The other one being Wally. Who knows? My I might bump it down to four and a half, maybe one day. But currently, I'm keeping it five stars. Um, and I recognize that maybe not everyone's going to react the way I did. But also, a lot of reviews on Letterboxd reflect how I feel. Um. Also, with you not the most privy to, <laughs> you know, Korean content, dare I say, international content, like, that's, that's not necessarily what you're going for. You're not necessarily one to often choose to watch romantic movies. So, like, I don't know if this is just up your alley in general. You know what I mean? Like, I think it, uh, I, I will say, like, I still, I think there are moments when the circumstances were right for me. And I think for some, I'm really afraid that I've been overhyping this movie emotionally for people. I, I, I could not shut up about it at work. <laughs> I was so annoying. Um, and so I'm wondering, like, am I overselling this movie but like i can't deny how much it affected me you know what i mean so yeah i'm not gonna tell you to watch it i would i would like everybody to watch it it would be interesting to hear your thoughts for sure but i'm not gonna make you i think also like if something like snowpiercer that's more of a movie that i'm like I feel like it's more up your alley and is also a movie I really enjoyed and I'm more curious of your thoughts on because I also feel like that's more of something you would enjoy in general. Um, But I'm not, I don't really know you to like watch romantic movies. You know what I mean? Mm, No. But also if, if you are ever like, I want to watch a romantic movie, 20th century girl. Okay. 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 So yeah. That, uh, that's my long answer, so.
Yeah, I'm not expecting to come on next week and hear you your thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I honestly like if if I was to make you watch something tonight, it would be Snowpiercer. You know, I totally forgot about Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, I should probably watch it at some point this week and then talk about it. No, I no, never okay. did. That's okay. It just completely left my mind. You're good. You're good. It happens. But yeah, so uh, again, audience, if you need a good movie, a romantic movie, a movie that might make you shed a tear, a movie that will make you feel mm-hmm. 20th Century Girl, a Netflix original film, please watch it. Yes, that that that's my spiel. That's your spiel. That's my spiel. Yes. Um, I guess like some small news. I guess this isn't really news. I just noticed that I was watching YouTube on my phone, and when I went up to press the skip ad button, it only skipped one ad. Ridiculous. And I was like, oh. I'm very disappointed in this. And so far, I've only noticed it on no- mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, on yeah, TV, I haven't, I haven't on TV it waits until the second ad to give you the option to skip. But it was very disappointing. It's like, oh, I'm listening to the music. I want to go to the next song. I have to wait through five seconds of this one ad and then another five seconds in the other ad. And it's like, okay, like, sure, yeah. You get yourself five more seconds of money, but, like, really? I'm not going to lie. I, myself, have been kind of surprised that, like, when there are two ads and then they, like, you skip on the first one and you skip both. That, honestly, has never really made sense to me. But I'm like, cool, I'll take it, right? Less ads for me. So, in a way, yes, it's disappointing, but also it makes sense, but also... I think really we there should only be one ad. Just just one ad. Like that that's not too much to ask. Just just one ad, you know? Doesn't have to be two. Yeah. Why? Just keep it at two. Don't give us six. Oh yeah, don't give us more than two. Don't. Right, yeah. That's a scary thought, man. Yeah. Um but then like I was thinking about something. Where I was thinking about uh, No Way Home. I don't know what I was thinking about No Way Home for. But I was like, oh, No Way Home. That's like honor of like 20 years of Spider-Man films. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. So then we have like, oh, Doctor Strange. You know, that's X-Men and such. Why was I thinking about all this? I don't know. These thoughts just happened. I was on a tangent about something in my to myself. But then, like, I thought, okay, Iron Man came out in 2008. What year is it? It's 2023. Next year is going to be 24. It's like, oh, my goodness. Like, five years from now, the MCU will be 20 years old. Mm -hmm. For a moment, I was like, why didn't you just say the MCU is 15 years old? But also, uh, with what you just said, it kind of made me think. Um... I guess 2028 
might be the year to release Secret Wars. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Oh, spe- speaking of Secret Wars, um, the writer mm-hmm. for Loki and Multiverse of Madness is now going to be writing both Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about that either. Um, I don't care about Loki season one. I think Doctor Strange was an okay film, but like really, uh, there were problems with the writing of that as well. Specifically, how the writer did not look towards WandaVision for writing that film. Oh my god! Yeah, he didn't even watch WandaVision. Or I'm not sure if he even had discussions with the other people. I know uh, Sam Raimi, he said that he was talked through, and I think he'd seen highlights of WandaVision. But he like he was given information about WandaVision. Honestly, I'm not that mad about um, Raimi not watching WandaVision. You know what I mean? Because he didn't write the movie. I think at the very least, for him to maybe like watch the last episode... You know what I mean? Or at least parts of the last episode to kind of like see where Wanda was at emotionally and then, you know, to provide direction. But then really at the end of the day, I think the main issue with with the Wanda stuff as it relates to Multiverse of Madness is the writing. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what direction you give. The character's motives are in the script and he has to go by the script. And then also... Something I was seeing on Twitter is that the the main writer for Loki season two said that actually he was tapped for Multiverse of Madness. Sorry, sorry. Waldron was tapped for Multiverse of Madness, and so he didn't even really finish writing Loki season one. And so the guy I think mostly in charge of season two actually majorly rewrote season one. So, so yeah, Michael Waldron didn't even, like, isn't even, like, a, dare I say, a final writer of, you know, Loki. Right. So, I don't know, man. I just, I'm just really frustrated. Mm-hmm. I was, I don't know. Uh, I think, I'll say this. I'm less mad about him writing King Dynasty, in theory. Well, I'm not think... mad about it. I'm just like, really, that's your guy. Hmm. Like those are those are like your two most anticipated projects at the moment. Can you choose him? Um, uh, I think Secret Wars. I feel like I wish there were more trusted people behind that one. Because that is going to be the cap of the saga. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not not to mention, honestly, the actual entire Marvel cinematic multiverse. Mm-hmm. Like that that is going to be the cap of it. Yeah, and for like a project like that, I would want someone who cares about everything that came before cares about their comic books and that's history and the all, all, everything else and just decides mm-hmm. to do the best job he can mm-hmm. and researches everything instead of I don't know 
Yeah. Not excited. It's so over. Yeah. Warner Brothers continues to make odd choices in that this coming December, a bunch of animated stuff is leaving Max. Um, Yay, how do we appeal to kids? Oh, so Looney Tunes, the entire classic Looney Tunes lineup is leaving Max. Uh, The Looney Tunes show is leaving Max. A bunch of Looney Tunes stuff is leaving Max. It's like, what? I I don't get it. It's like, how do we appeal to kids? Oh, let's, by removing everything that appeals to kids. And also, the, you were telling me that, like, oh, we took out the HBO out of Max to appeal more to families. I don't yeah. understand what's going on. Yeah. Also, like, when they were talking about their plan for everything, there was like, oh... We wanted an emphasis on all of these IPs. Looney Tunes was one of those IPs. It's like, oh, we got to prioritize and advertise this IP. Nope. Nope, we're getting rid of it. It's leaving Max. And we're one of the movies. I don't... I don't get it. Like, oh, some, a bunch of stupid Scooby-Doo stuff is leaving as well, I think. And we'll cancel one of the Scooby-Doo movies as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a real mess. I might be mistaken on Scooby-Doo. Honestly, it's hard to tell. It wouldn't surprise me any, like if they did. Or something. I don't know. But that was, that was the gist of it. Um... We've had some final confirmation from actor Mark Hamill, who announced that he will officially no longer be portraying the character of the Joker moving forward. And the reason is because it's like, without Kevin Conroy to voice Batman, like, it's not the same. So, I understand. It's sad, but eh, I get it. It wouldn't be the same at all. So over. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's something on my mind, but I can't remember what. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Oppenheimer on 4K is essentially sold out. Nice. So, like... Like, the cheapest you can get it is, like, $50 on Amazon. Mm. I got it for 30 at Walmart. You know what I mean? Like, this, this, this thing is sold out, sold out. Right. It's insane. So, yay, another win for physical media. But also, let's be honest. How did they not see it coming? Like, I understand, like... Let's be honest with as it relates to physical media, yes, the market is gonna continue to die, but it's going to stabilize. At some point it's gonna hit a floor and it's gonna stabilize, right? So I I'm not gonna completely fault, you know, Walmart and Target for shrinking their sections. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's smart for a Best Buy to completely say no more. Um 
but yeah so obviously like many of these you know these stores or studios like they see you know a diminishing market and i don't blame them but and then obviously there's come room for places like criterion where it's like oh well if disney's not gonna press their own stuff we'll do it for them you know what i mean criterion's the biggest example but there are many 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 others that um i know arrow videos one there there's so many i can't name um so i mean that's really cool and then also like now it's you're giving back you know the power to like the mom and pops because now they they could actually sell things because you know best buy is not willing to do it um but okay so all that in mind we know how much Nolan champions physical media. Yeah. If you watch the market, you should know how excited people are for Oppenheimer to be on 4K. So, how did this happen? How did they undershoot how many copies there should be? You know what I mean? That's wild to me. That they're literally like, oh, you know what? Uh, oops, we didn't print enough. Yikes. Uh, hee hee, it sold out. You know what I mean? That's crazy to me. And again, like I said, like I don't, crazy. I don't, I don't think that you know that they should start, you know, mass printing everything and expecting them all to sell it. They're not. But like specifically Nolan, like you should have known. The movie made fifty million shy of a billion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you look at the audience, you know what they want, and then it and then it sells out in four K. That's insane, actually, which mm-hmm. is great. But it's also like, how did they not know? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so, yeah, during this past week, I, uh, found some unfortunate news in that a content creator that I enjoyed watching had passed away mm. a year ago. Oh, and, <laughs> you're late to the party, people, man. Yeah, a, a lot of people did not know until, like, months later. Oh, dang. He passed away. Like, initially, there was like, oh, he's probably just, uh, going on a hiatus or a break. Um, I tend to check back on their channel like once a year or something. And so as I was doing that, uh, I noticed it's like, huh, it's been a year since they uploaded. It's like, hmm, that doesn't seem right. Because uh, they, they were typically very active. I went to their socials. Like, I noticed a pattern. It's like, huh, it's been exactly a year. And then I looked it up and it's like, oh, no. No, it's like, oh, that's a shame. Uh, it's a really shame, too, because this specific creator is, like, one of the huge inspirations for me even starting YouTube in general. And so to see that, like, oh, this this person passed away at a very young age, too, of 28, was mm-hmm. shocking. It's like, yeah. oh, what, what what was even, like, more shocking is that people didn't know for, mm-hmm. like, a long time. It's like, yeah. oh... That's one of my big fears of just like dying and then people don't finding my body for a long time. <laughs> Ugh. That's why you need to get a roommate. 
Yeah. But like, do, when you, you're do you actually still do that? I have a roommate, but like, he's on break right now on Thanksgiving. Okay, but my point is, uh, you you're still doing that. Okay, I was yeah, actually yeah, curious yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah we we'll still do that. Okay. But still, it's like I could have a heart attack. And it's just me and my cats right now. No one will know until like the roommate comes back, mm-hmm. if he even checks on me. That's true. So he could smell something. Maybe the cats would start acting weird. That's what I'm expecting. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of thought about too uh, about that too. Like, uh, but then I try not to think about it too much. <laughs> it's very disturbing. It's like, oh no. I don't want to think about that rotting corpse. No. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, there's not really much news. Like we we had, we had a shorter run of time this time of just when we recorded. So yeah. Um, I didn't watch as many films. I was like, oh, I better be watching films for the podcast. I didn't watch <laughs> any. I mean, I watched. Monster High. Watch Monster High, like one film. I watched like some episodes of shows. I I am working on a video, uh, about some of my favorite episodes of television. Just talking about like oh feel good episodes, mm. episodes that you just like you think about and it's like yeah I want to watch that right now with mm-hmm. no context and you enjoy that. So I've been working on that. I guess that's me doing something, but it's not mm-hmm. the same as being something else or whatever of course you know working on the pony stuff fun stuff i guess (laughs) and then you can only guess yeah we had a blackout earlier today so we i was there for like an hour and a half and it was like oh sitting in the dark with my cats not much going on i was like man my goodness like, we would be screwed as a species because we're so reliant on just having really would be. technology. And it's like, my goodness, I can't operate my stove. I can't use the microwave. Wait. Oh, dang. I'm an electric stove. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh, the air runs in electricity. Uh, the fridge. I can't even... Uh, uh, you know... I have data to like listen to the music for the podcast, but like it was like, oh, I can't be as productive right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to do stuff. I gotta do stuff for Barbie tomorrow. It's like, ah, it's crazy. yeah, not cool at all. Not cool at all. And you know, we're getting to that point where the sun is gonna start doing stuff. And delete electricity in general or whatever. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah. All right. <sighs> so life. Mixtapes, huh? Mixtape day. Yeah. Who, who goes first? I guess it's customary for me to go first. Okay. All right. Let you me sent me two months. I did because we're kind of starting to wrap up and I'm like, you know what? I think we should try to stay on top of it kind of thing. Sure. You yeah. know? Yeah. Do you want to talk to them 
as collectives or individuals? Uh, I mean, let's do individually collective. Okay, copy. <laughs> All right, so the July one, five to one, is Itzy's bet on me. That one, I will say, like, the Itzy Project, they're one of my favorite K-pop groups, but there weren't a lot of standouts, so that's why I chose for that month. I might change, I think I would change it in hindsight, but whatever. Sound plans, anti-matter. Uh, the song's fine, but I, I think I was also kind of like struggling to find songs, but I'm like, you know what, I'll do that. Um, I've has had a streak of, like, number ones, and this is the first time they're, like, at number three for anything, so I, I want. Fun fact. This, the I've song, um, is actually, it's actually for, um, Pepsi. Okay. So it's a Pepsi song. Okay. And then New Jeans song, New Jeans, which you've heard before. And then NMIX's Roller Coaster, which honestly, if I think about it, yeah, I like that more than I've. Yeah, I love that song. Anyway. You know, I was thinking, like, some of these songs, like, I feel like I've heard this before in the ad somewhere. I didn't place my finger on it, but yes, Pepsi. Interesting. I, I heard something. I don't know. It could be mm -hmm. making it up. Some of them just kind of sound similar to other songs I've heard. So yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna argue against that. So August, you have. Oh wait, wait, wait. So, so that's your thoughts. Oh, I guess. Okay, I'll go. Okay, I'll... you say co individually collective. Or collectively individual, or so yeah, collectively I, I individually. It's like you say them all, and then I, into, I okay. So July, okay, fine. <laughs> I think the one that stood out to me the most was maybe Bet on Me and I Want. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess also New Jeans because you know we heard that song before in a previous thing. Mm -hmm. Um, didn't really care for Any Matter. I don't. No, if I remember roller coaster, shooting star roller coaster. That doesn't help me, Christopher. So incredible. You don't have the same vocal capacity as these girls. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, I, 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 yeah, go to August and I'll give you some more, I guess. Yeah, because this time I include music videos. Oh. Wait, you didn't watch them? No. I saw the one for um, Kyle Gordon. Uh -huh. that, that I think that was it. Uh, the girls' capitalism one was like the one that I really wanted your thoughts on the music video. I'm sorry. I was it's multitasking okay. when I was listening no, to this one. You're good. You're good. It's just when I remember when I sent my 21 list and I just I just chose like I like put on visualizers. And then you comment on the visualizers. And I'm like, well, dang it. So he freaking watches what I send, even though that wasn't the point. So I'm like, oh, this time around. But I probably should have said something. Um, not a big deal. Um, anyways, uh, we have Under the Gun by Malfoy War. Um, a subunit of Triple S called Lovelution. Their song, Girls Capitalism. Uh, Guan Un B's song, The Flash. Stacy's song, Bubble. And Kyle Gordon is DJ Crazy Times, Planet of the Bass. Tell me about that song. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, fine. Um, 
apparently Kyle Gordon is some like internet comedian or something like that. Um, and he did this like little bit on, um, he first posted it to TikTok and then it got viral on Twitter. Um, but basically like, you know, how like songs were in Europe in the nineties or something. It was just like a small clip of like the chorus and the rap part. That's all it was. And it went viral on Twitter. I'm talking probably like a hundred million views or something like, like rarely anything goes that viral on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like I'll see tweets with like, you know, 10 million views and that's impressive. You know what I mean? But like this video went nutty. Um, and I, and I'd seen it on Twitter a little bit. Like, you know, like I recognized the visual, but I never like listened to it. Like it, I kept like shoving it off. And then finally one day I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna listen to it. And I'm like, this, I, this like ironically bops. It's so much fun. This is mm -hmm. so funny. And so, and because it went so viral, he decided to turn it into a full song. So he did. So that's what, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> it's just stupid fun. That's all it is. Yeah, it confused me. Because, like, hold on. This sounds nothing like Christopher's normal music. What is this? <laughs> this, is, um, this is something, like, you would show me, I feel like. But not, because I thought this was garbage. Um... <laughs> I I didn't really care so much for the August John, lineup. John, John, yeah, women are my favorite guy. Okay, I got the tell the world stop the war. I, I, whatever. Okay, John, fine. Yeah, Go on. I'm, I'm sorry. August was not my favorite. I just, the music just didn't song. stand out. For August, I don't know if I have a favorite song. Maybe Bubble. I don't okay. know. I just, nothing stood out for me in August. I will say, like, the Girls Capitalism song, the song itself doesn't really stand out, but the music video is fun. Yeah, I probably should have. I yeah. thought about it for a second. Uh-huh. When I was like... You're fine. No, nah, I'm in a blackout right now, so I don't you're, care. You're fine. <laughs> um... But yeah, so like of these two, I think that again the Itzy and the Ive were probably the ones that stood out to me the most. Although I don't know if I recognize them right now, but yeah. Okay. Great. Great. <laughs> um. Part of me is like, like, do I want to make you watch the music video or? No? At some point or not. I don't know. We'll see. I'll think about mm. it. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're a mix. So I gave you my random mixtape, which then is essentially just a, a fixture of songs that will pop in my head at any time. They're like earworms, but like you don't even listen to them. They just pop in your head and it's like, why? And you just sing a whole song. Um, also, this could also be categorized as some of these songs I wanted to include in other mixtapes, but just had no logical reason for them to put in there mm -hmm. for some reason. Yeah, so the songs are Seek from the new Among Us game mode, uh, the end theme from the Powerpuff Girls, Come On Eileen, the Save Ferris cover of the song, Don't Stop the Fat Bat remix, uh, 
Harder, better, faster, stronger from Daft Punk. Strike first extended from Cobra Kai. Ain't nobody got time for that. Auto-tune remix of Sweet Brown. Trixie's good side from Matt R. My love is a star from Christian Santiago. Uh, Waving flag by the Coca-Cola Celebration mix of the 2010 World Cup. Yako's World from Animaniacs. And Fallen Kingdom, a Minecraft parody of Coldplay's Viva La Vida by Captain Sparkles. Okay. Um, so because this playlist is a little more diverse, it's easier for me to go more song by song for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had never played the hide-and-seek mode in Among Us, so I've never heard it. And I was surprised how intricate the song was. For like background music, so mm-hmm. interesting thing about this is that this in, this song doesn't essentially plays in the background. What it does is that if you're the hider, you get like the first few seconds of the calm instrumental. But if the if the imposter gets closer to you, then the music kicks up to the more electric guitar sound. So Ooh. you can kind of tell. If it's closer to you by the sound of the music. That's really and then cool. there's like a point in like the last few seconds of the game where he goes on like on a, a rampage mode and all you hear is just loud music and it's very terrifying. Okay, that's really cool. I, um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's really cool and I enjoyed the song. Mm. Uh, the power puff and theme. I honestly don't remember that much, but I mean, <laughs> I mean it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's nothing, nostalgia for me. Yeah, it's nothing to hate, but nothing to stand out really on its own. Come on, Eileen. I think actually the second time I listened to it, it kind of like stood out more. It's kind of fun, you know? Yeah, I prefer this one over the original. I, I like the, the I like the faster tempo of this song, and it has a female vocal for this one, which I thought just was. A better change of pace. Uh-huh. Um, don't stop. I listened that one two times, but I don't know how to quantify thoughts. Okay. Because I don't care for it that much. It's interesting. I mean, it, it like it has a fun beat. Yeah, I care more because I I included the music with the the music video quote unquote that I associate the song to that's where i heard it the most and so mm-hmm. i think of the visuals more than the actual song mm. okay um and then harder better faster stronger by daft punk that one was interesting first off um it always throws me off with daft punk because i never remember how their vocals are <laughs> and then i hear a song like oh right that's how they're always like um but i really liked it's very interesting how, like, I think from my me remembering of observing it, the music is pretty repetitive, but so, so it's it's the vocals it's, that it's popular at parties. I, I would say I was wondering about that, but it's the vocals that like they choose to do interesting things with, and mm-hmm. I thought, and it's almost like the vocals themselves are an instrument. Um, yeah. So they chose to do some fun things with that. So I I really enjoyed that one. 
they played this at our first convo. Really? Yeah. That's the convo that they gave us the glow sticks, and we had to raise our glow sticks to the beat of the music. I don't remember that at all. Dang. Crazy. Huh. Um... And then you have the Cobra Kai um, strike first. Mm-hmm. This song plays at the end credits of the episode. Okay. That's kind of cool. I mean, fun for what it is. I like the 80s sounding uh, synth vibe that mm. it has. Mm. Okay. It's interesting because, like, because both Seek and Strike First are like more guitar-driven tracks, so you don't mind guitar, I guess, right? It depends. It... It, so it, I, I guess it depends at like what the tempo is, and also how loud is the guitar on the track. Interesting. Okay. Um, and then the ain't no, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> That's that a meme. Yeah. <laughs> That was my first time hearing it. That was great. I love that. That was fun. <laughs> my gosh. Uh, Trixie's good side. I didn't really uh, care for. Mm, yeah, I figured. Yeah, I mean, I guess it. I guess it's a remix of sorts, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like it's like the. Uh the last song it's a remix of something so i thought okay i could probably include that since the last one was also a remix mm-hmm. um i think like i think as it goes for remixes unless you're at a party bopping this stuff or unless it really really stands out to you for some reason there's not always a like a lot of association We're like oh my gosh what a fun song it's more like, oh, because this is a remix of something, it's cool, you know? Sure. It's also because this one, like, got stuck in my head. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess I like this song now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Christian Santiago's My Love is a Star. Um, I'll get the negative out of the way. I'm not the craziest about his voice. Okay. I think when he sings more in that lower register, I kind of like, but then when he kind of goes higher, I'm not a fan of it. However, like, it sounded in general, um, it sounded good. Um, and it reminded me of Silk Sonic, which is a project of Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. There's, there's a song that I think it was the lead single, I think Doors in the title of it. Um, but it reminded me of that. So like, and it sounds pretty solid. So, uh, maybe not necessarily a song I would actively return to, but also like, it's pretty cool. Also, you, you said he was a Liberty guy. Yeah, he was a Liberty guy. He was, uh, my coworker when I worked for Greg. Um, he is a pretty cool guy. I think Greg helped out with some of his songs. Because Greg is a ghost producer mm-hmm. who produces music. And so some of his songs he worked on, uh, I got to hear some snippets of it be- while he was editing it. So it was cool. So did 
Mr. Santiago, like, did he ever, like, go to open mic and perform this or something? He... I don't know if he performed this at open mic, but, like, he... He did... He was at the music, the school of music that he did. And he did performances there? Probably, yeah. Because I just feel... I don't know, because, like, this, this YouTube video has 155 views. I just feel like, so I feel bad because, like, I know Liberty people that, like, it's almost like they're decently well-connected that any time they release something, like, you could probably get, like, a thousand streams by the end of the year kind of thing. You know what I mean? He also has it on Spotify, so he probably has more there. Maybe. I'm I'm curious how many monthly listeners he has. I'm going to look that up right now. Yeah. I apologize. This this song was part of his th- uh, latest album. They really Leave know. me and you. Yeah, oh, yes. he has a he has a couple albums. Couple albums. His, his new one, I think, is my favorite. Is that's the full album right there? Oh, he has vinyl. Interesting. Um, so he has like four hundred, um, listeners. Interesting. Uh, no, on on Spotify, four hundred fourteen okay. monthly listeners. Mm-hmm. And that's mostly like probably the theater students and the school of music people. Yeah, listening. So interesting. Um. Yeah, there's definitely. I there's part of me that wishes. Oh, that's cheap for a final record. What do you do to press it? Interesting. Um, yeah, uh, I just wish he had more people listening to him. Um, am I the biggest fan? No, but like, there's a market for it. Yeah. So, and that's just one song. Yeah. Um, I guess it's just sad to me that like he doesn't have more of an audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I wish more people who enjoy this kind of music would listen. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Wave and Flag. No, I have not heard this song before. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I also don't really care for it. I guess it's it's probably, I think, on this list, probably the least interesting song. Um, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. From what I remember. You had, again, like, you had to be there. It was a song that took over the world. Interesting. It's nostalgic. Um, it's was a crazy time for sure for soccer it was great um i thought it was interesting from what i remember there wasn't much of like a bridge it was just like oh 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 and then they did the chorus again i'm like dang it Uh, also like this is the the coca-cola remix of his original song so interesting how different you know so here it sounds very obvious that like they repeated some things because sometimes his vocals just out of nowhere would sing a different thing that's like oh he didn't do that naturally um there there are some different lines of dialogues interesting um, and then we have the classic, uh, Yakko's World from the Animaniacs, um, which I believe I've heard before. So, 
Um, yeah. I've he... never really seen the Animaniacs, but, you know, that that's a classic one from them. Yeah, Rob Paulson, who sung this, he came to the SonicCon a year or two ago, and he sung this song live there at the convention, and he knows all the... He knows everything from memory, which was very impressive. So... Sorry, I just quickly opened up Twitter and yeah, it mentioned the Looney Tunes thing. Like, that was the first thing I saw. Like, mm. dang. Like, it was funny because I was on Twitter, probably like on the toilet or something. <laughs> and then, like, literally, like, the tweet that like was tweeted after I got off was the Looney Tunes thing. Yeah, it was so sad. Yeah. Holy crap. I mean, we also got like a little snippet of like Agatha Dark Hole Diaries as yeah. well. I don't know if I really care. I'm still at the MCU phase where I'll watch things. But I don't care either. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Anime, Animaniacs, classic. Uh, the Fallen Kingdom parody. <laughs> I realized while listening to this, I've never heard the original song. So there isn't necessarily a lot for me to be like, oh my god, a parody. It was just a song to me, I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a song to me as well. Like, I, l- I listened to this song first before I heard the original. Uh-huh. And it's like, Kroger constantly plays the original at the store, and every time mm. I hear the opening to that song, it's like, oh my gosh, it's Fallen Kingdom. It's like, <laughs> oh, no, it's just Viva La Vida. Oh, it's not the same. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, to pick a favorite would be hard. I mean, Seek is solid. Come on, Eileen is fun. Higher, better, faster, stronger is solid. Um, I'm not in love with it, but respect to Santiago. Um, <laughs> I also there ain't no nobody got time for that. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> that might be my favorite one. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. The there we go. Song. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um So yeah, I gave you a detailed one this time. I was able to remember it on the hall. <laughs> I was thinking that you might it might be more detailed cuz like hmm it's less it's less unified and more I try to alternate some things to yeah. make it more simple for you to listen to. So cool. Yeah. Great. Do you have another mix for me? Uh, I ha- This is my final mixtape for you. Interesting. Ooh. It's the last one I have. Also, I think it's the longest mixtape I have. That's fine. So, it is my movie mixtape 2. So, I made another mixtape. I don't know if you remember, like, two years ago. I made a mixtape for, like, movies, soundtracks mm-hmm. that I liked. So I have come back and was like, hmm, there's a lot of there's a lot more music from films that I enjoy that I just wasn't able to put. Mm-hmm. Let me put it here. And then conveniently it's like, oh, okay, I guess they'll work as finale too. So yes. So for my movie mixtape number two, I have for you Ray's theme from Star Wars The Force Awakens. Uh, Hedwig's theme from Harry Potter. The main theme from Jaws. Jaws. Uh, Jaws. 
the specifically John Williams' greatest hits version of the song. Uh, Requiem from Aliens vs. Predator. Uh, Godzilla from the 2014 Godzilla film. Frankenstein's Monster from X-Men First Class. Uh, Schifrin and Variations from Mission Impossible 3. Uh, the Jurassic Park theme. The Ministry of Magic from uh, Harry Potter. Discombobulate from Sherlock Holmes. The Adventures of Tintin from The Adventures of Tintin film. Uh, Concerning Hobbits from The Lord of the Rings. And Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men's Chest. That is my list of songs for you. Cool. Um, My list of songs for you. So we're doing two mixes. Uh, We got September and October mix. Mm -hmm. Um, September of Emergency by Red. Topper Cliff by Kim Sejun. Um, That one I might want to watch the music video for. Okay. Um, It's not, honestly, Girls Capitalism was like the one. This one, I honestly, I'll probably just ask, did you watch it? And you say no, I'll be like, fine. Uh, Sensitive by Lucy Semple. Had the Nerve by Invent Animate. Invent Animate's a band that we've talked about before. And this was a song that I've been curious about your thoughts of. And then Back in the Building, I've with Either Way. Um, that was a pre-release song. And they released an EP later on. And that will be featured in the October mix, which I'm pulling up right now. Um, okay. So number five on my October list. Um, my dad's been releasing music, um, for a minute and I've not been the craziest, but this one is my favorite one out of them all. And like, I feel like all the songs, there's like things I would adjust in this one. I'm like, you know what? I'm fine as it is. Um, so from the Stuart Patty Project, Legion. Um, and then we have Hard Knock from Tala, and we have Stereo for Anchor, and then we have the sixth Great Extinction from Theocracy, and then we have from the Queens, off the record, from Ive. So that is, those are my two mixes. Yeah, I, I guess I was just thinking, like, I guess after this year, um... They'll be back to just like giving you just my yearly top 10 mix. Unless there's a random song I want your thoughts on. Right. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I've been thinking about like the the movie top list. I haven't started on it, but I've also not like watched a lot of movies from this year, nor have I like seen a lot that i love from this year yeah but it's been a hard year yeah but like i i, I definitely want to get to that and like try to watch some things so mm-hmm. um yeah i'll probably i i feel like more like december and january is probably when i'll like have more of an emphasis on like trying to watch some things mm-hmm. i think especially january I think January, like I'll have that month off. I don't know when we'll do it, right? Um, but I'll, I'll kind of mentally be like, okay, need to stock up. 
kind of mentally. And then when I have like a five, I'm happy with now, probably like ease up and then not go so hard on it, you know? Right. So. Yeah. Did, do you think we'll be able to do it in January or do you think it won't work? What, top five? Oh, yeah, we're, we're fine with January. Okay, cool. I mean, yeah. Like, we can go as late as July. <laughs> right, but I wasn't sure, like, how late we were going to go. I think, in theory, it would kind of be nice to knock it out. You know what I mean? Sure. Because especially I won't be available in February. Right. Yeah. No, I'm we're happy. good. We're good. We're all set. Okay. Cool. How's your top five coming along? I I don't have anything definitive. I look at I just constantly remind myself what came up this year, and it's like ah, uh, what's gonna be at the number top? It's probably Oppenheimer, but mm-hmm. I'm just thinking like, what do I really want to include on that list? I'm gonna talk about things and be like, oh, I'm very disappointed. Um, there's a new uh, Japanese Godzilla film coming out this Friday. Are you gonna go I see it? I think I'm gonna go see it. Do it. I think I will. Just just add another film to this this year. I'm excited for you, honestly. I hope you enjoy it. I really do. I will enjoy it enough. <laughs> you know. Have you watched trailers for it? I have. Looks cool. Okay. I mean, do you think it just from trailers? Do you think it has a chance of cracking your top five? Typically. I don't know. I don't know. If I just take a look at like how I also view most Godzilla films, it's like, yeah, I'm there for the monster action. Probably. It could be number five. Maybe. Pro- mm-hmm. I'll probably just put it out at number five out of spite. Like, <laughs> we'll see. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, I hope it's good. I hope it's good, too. Monarch isn't doing it for me, so. Yeah, how far into that are you? Three episodes, and it's a weekly release, so it's like, ah. How many episodes are there? Like eight, ten? Yeah. Yeah, the things I've been hearing about Monarch, it just sounds like a very, like, eh, show. I mean, it's well put together, but, like, you really have to care I care enough to watch it eventually. So it's almost like there was the budget for everything but the script. Is that kind of what it is? I don't know about that. Because I feel like the one thing I'm hearing about is like people just don't really care about the characters. Yeah, it's partially true. I mean, that's just the case with most godzilla films we don't care about the characters at all we just care about godzilla and if he shows up then hooray hooray good film gotcha i i think that these are slightly more interesting than your average godzilla film but i mm-hmm. don't i just I don't, I don't fully care yeah about the story i'm just mm-hmm. like uh, i'll watch it Gotcha. Okay. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's whatever. 
We'll probably have a Google Doc about our top five lists, just so you can have and you can see what we also have for our own. So would I see your lists you would. in advance? Yeah. Typically, okay. me and the other people, we sometimes like to see what the other people are going to do in case we want to switch out our own to something that they don't have. Mm. Okay. Gotcha. If there's a film that we really want to talk about. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Then I'll switch mine for this. You know what? It's okay if I just like look at my stuff and talk about it right now. Like not yeah. not in detail, but like sure. how I'm yeah. feeling right now. Yeah. Because yeah. I again, like I said, I'm expecting to watch more. So I'm just like curious. Okay. Um a thing. I guess Jesus Revolution was this year. That wasn't a horrible movie. It's not too bad, but I don't love it. I should but probably watch that. It's, it's fine. It's on Netflix, actually. I know. It's, I should oh, probably okay. watch that. And yeah. Add Tetris. it to this year. Yeah, Tetris um, was fine. Dream was fine. I feel like the apps... Honestly, Guardians is my number one, and Oppenheimer's number two right now. Like Those are like the only ones that I like, I'm confident that they'll probably stay on the list. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like Guardians, Oppenheimer, and Spider-Verse are the only films that are more than mm. three stars. Spider-Verse is something you need to watch. Yeah. Um, I feel like if if Oppenheimer is to overtake Guardians, I'd have to rewatch it. Because I don't... I didn't love Oppenheimer enough to... To place it above Guardians. Guardians told more of that emotional story that I wanted that I didn't really get from Oppenheimer. Guardians, Oppenheimer. for me though, I liked it the first time, but like after rewatching it a couple of times, I don't feel the same about it. You've watched it a couple of times? Uh, yeah, since? I've watched. Yeah, because I, I watched it again in theaters with someone theaters? else. And did you watch it with your mom? Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oppenheimer. Sorry, sorry. Guardians. I saw a second time to show my roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I I think yeah, it doesn't. It's not as strong of a watch the second time, but it felt still strong enough for me, I guess. But like, the I mean, the rocket stuff was emotional enough for me to like be on board with it. Yeah. It's when I pay attention to everything that's not the rocket stuff that I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I could agree with that. Uh, is the rocket stuff really enough to bring it? To, uh, maybe, maybe not. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's my number one. Yeah. It might be what... top three though. We'll see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I might not even include it. You know, just to. If you have it, then I'll probably do something else. We'll see. I don't know. But, like, shouldn't your top five be your top five? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like, I feel like here, let, let's say if Guardians was my number five, but there was something that was contesting it, but I saw one of you guys had a Guardians, like, one or two, then I'd take it out. You know what I mean? Like, that makes sure. sense to me. So I can And, like, we would else. mention the film, of course, mm-hmm. it, as well. Yeah. Well, I guess Past Lives released, but I'm... I'm it's very solid, but I don't know if it's, like, top five. Yeah, it's just Guardians and Oppenheimer that are 
unless unless other things blow me out of water. Yeah, I mean other solid movies that I saw. I mean Dream is solid enough. Jesus Revolution is solid enough. House Lives is solid enough. I feel like that would be my tentative like top five, but like very much like I would like for it to evolve. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at what films I watched this year. I find it really weird that the only film of this year that I watched after Oppenheimer was Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> I feel like looking at you guys' lists, um. Maybe I'll get ideas to uh, things to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not necessarily to make you guys remove it from your list, but just for me, be like, oh, I want to see it. Oh, my God, that was a good movie. I want to recognize that, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I definitely have a least favorite film of the year, and that's going to be a hard one to replace. And it's not Sound of Freedom. <laughs> Okay. Um, interesting stuff. Oh, uh, Sight and Sounds, I Heard the Bells is now available uh, on DVD. You can find it at your Walmart if it's not sold out. The two Walmarts I visited, uh, there were no copies of I Heard the Bells. Because mm-hmm. apparently it was sold out. There was the price tag. So I would assume it's sold out. And plus also here being in Branson, like, yeah, it'd probably sell out. Um, I mean, they shrunk my Walmart DVD section, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's available at least at Walmart. Um, it's available digitally. You can watch on the site. It's on TV as well. So if it interests you, curious of your thoughts of sorts, um, I personally don't love the movie myself, but, you know, it's not the worst movie I've seen. What is the worst movie I've seen this year? I have the worst movie. Oh. I heard the bells was last year, by the way, but I just want to recognize it just released on physical. So I guess, yeah. That looks like the worst, just by looking at the scores. Yep. Probably this one. I guess you're keeping a surprise. I wonder if we have the same one. No, we don't. We don't. Mine's not a Marvel movie. Okay, well, mine is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no. This movie, I would rewatch any Marvel movie over this one. I'll rewatch any Marvel movie five times before I rewatch the stupid movie. I don't know if I've had an MCU film as my least favorite. That's interesting. Yeah. First time for everything, I guess. Okay, so we have a top five. We have a least favorite. We have honorable mentions. We are looking and forward to next year. What are we looking forward to next year? Okay, so that's the list. Okay, that, that's the list. I'll get, I'll send you a Google Doc at some point. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. I guess surprise to you people who are still listening. Yeah, <laughs> Christopher may or may not be part of the top five of oh, films. Oh, we we didn't say that on. 
We we we. I don't think we ever said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to spoil that. Oh no, it's fine. It's okay. fine. Yeah. So we're working on that. That should be exciting. You know, it's the first time in almost five years that our two co-hosts are going to be in an episode together. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Yeah. Does he so. know about it? Yes, he knows. We. Yeah. Is he cool with it? Yeah, he's cool. Okay. It's like, I don't have any... Does I he, never have is he guests. on Letterboxd? He is on Letterboxd. Oh, what's his username? Oh, I'll send that to you after the podcast. Um. <laughs> yeah. You're only but, following six people. I know. <laughs> I guess it's the first one you're following. Is it? Is it? I don't know. Who am I following? Six can people. You, can you tell? Can you I don't tell? know. You don't want to tell me who it is, so I'm thinking I shouldn't. I mean, I'll send you a link to him, but okay. our listeners are very confused right now. Yeah, but, they are. Um, yeah. Top five. Top that five. will come out at some point. At some point. It should be really fun to have these two together. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting for you because you're now watching films. And I'm, I'm excited for this interesting thing that we may or may not be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We're most likely doing it, but still. Yeah. I, I think, I, again, like this year, I've been... Well, since the MCU, like, I've started to understand movies more and appreciate them more. And, um, yeah, it's interesting. And then also, I, I've sort of realized how much I like movies more than TV shows. Um, but also, like, I've not seen... A, we talked about the TV show thing before, so I'm not going to overbring that up. But, yeah, I, I think, like, there, there's sometimes... I mean, Inception was the first example where it's, like, you can really tell, like, a very interesting, compelling, thrilling story in the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's kind of, like, been a continual, like, thirst to find more movies like that. And not that I want to see those kind of movies all the time. But, yeah. Yeah. The last few years has been a bit of a struggle for my top five because I feel like there's less and less films that I'm excited for and really enjoy. Mm-hmm. So last year wasn't so bad. We mm-hmm. had some decent ones last year. <laughs> but still. Man, I'm actually really curious. Like, I almost want to do like an honorable mention list of like... M- and you kind of said something like I probably could, but like, like if if like just like a little list of like movies I saw for the first time this year. You know what I mean? That I mean, cool to recognize. Sure. Yeah, I'll give you a little section for you to talk about that. So you're saying you or your friend wouldn't want to do something like that? I would allow you to do that. Gosh, fine. I mean. If we're being honest, 20th Century Girl is... It was so funny, because last week, I'm like, it's it's The Lighthouse. Maybe The Witch and Snowpiercers. And then now I'm like, it's 20th Century Girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Poor that's guy. a solid... Yeah, I am. Seriously. I guess I also saw Parasite this year for my first time as well. 
That'd be, that'd be, yeah, like that's a pretty solid uh, five. 20th Century Girl, Parasite, The Lighthouse, The Witch, Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty solid top five first time I saw this year. I like that list. Yeah. 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 Who knows if I'll binge and get some more films in this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not really looking forward to much, so. Mm-hmm. Do you like the John Wick movies or not? I haven't seen them. You haven't? Is that something you're interested in or not? Kind of. I've seen clips, and I think that the action's cool. I just haven't seen it. I think, like, they were never in a convenient place for me to watch. Mm, that makes sense. Because I'm curious, like, would John Wick 4 make it to your top five? How interested are you in the creator? Who's the creator? <laughs> There's a movie from the director of Rogue One. Oh, the creator. Yeah. Um. So I was when I saw the poster, but when I watched the trailer, I was like, eh, maybe not as much. Yeah. What's your thoughts on Mission Impossible? Which one? In general. The series? Yeah, and then if you have interest in the new one. I mean, I the, the series has always been an entertaining watch whenever I watch it. It's like, yeah, sure, you're going to get like a fun little Mission Impossible spy stuff that's entertaining to watch. Get some cool stunts with Tom Cruise doing whatever he does in each film. Um, I'm a little tired. I feel like I feel like the last film should have ended the series, but like they keep trying to top themselves with a way to end the series. So it's like, eh, okay, okay, yeah. Just curious. Yep. Yep. That's that's it. That's what I got. That's so, what you got. That's that's where we're going. Um, oh, Ooh, what? Never mind. That came out last year. What was it though? No, there was an anime film that I was thinking about. Oh. It's like, oh no. Oh, uh, do you have interest in that Studio Ghibli movie or not? Um, Boy in the Heron. Eventually. Mm-hmm. I guess not in time for the top five. I like I I prefer the older the older Ghibli films than the more recent ones. Interesting. So, does it depend on the director for you, or you just think of them no. as just all Ghibli? Because my roommate is like he just talks about this one director, and that's all he really cares about. And so, like this new one is from that director. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, it's really interesting about like the Ghibli movies, the two that I've seen. It's like they're so high concept, but they're so chill. You know, mm-hmm. it's so strange. Yeah. Um, I don't have much else to talk about. If I got is. one little thirty-second thing. Okay, let's go. Um, so I've made a decision about my facial hair. Um. I need to get a new driver's license at some point. <laughs> I don't want this on my driver's license. So I will be getting rid of it. When specifically? I don't know, but I will. So I'll, come December, I'll probably just at least 
clean up a little bit because I have some odd hairs hanging out from odd places. But, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I hate the cold, so I'll keep my peach fuzz insulation for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I might... Uh, I'm I'm going to be getting rid of it at some point, but yeah. I don't know when specifically. So, Did you do anything exciting for Black Friday? I mean, I've been buying things throughout the month. Um, I didn't buy anything on Black Friday specifically. Probably after our call, I'm probably going to buy some things, mm-hmm. uh, look at a few sales, and probably make some purchases. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I got, like... Four criterions. Um, so actually, just I got in the mail today two of them. One of them is the Princess Bride. Uh, is it the Diary Bride? Which what was the movie you saw sh- showed me? That I showed you. Yeah, the Princess. The, the Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was gonna hold off on getting that one, but like it. Like with the initial release was like in this like book, like you know packaging, and then I saw something that was along the lines of oh, but eventually they're gonna revert to like the standard packaging, which makes sense. Like oh crap, I want to get you know <laughs> the special packaging, right? So I jumped on it because I was legitimately like yeah, I'm not gonna get it right now, and I decided to get it, and then I got a green movie called Secret Sunshine. And then in my Amazon order, um, I got Citizen Kane. Um, and then Martin Scorsese has like this film preservation project or something. So it's like a collection, I think like six to eight films or something. One of them's Korean, so that's why I got it. Um, but that's also coming in the mail. So yeah, a few things there. So I think that's probably more or less the more interesting. I don't think I got any records for Black Friday. There's there's one thing I want to look into that I might do. I don't know. Um, yeah, pretty much Criterion was the main thing. There's a handful like random movies I want to get. I want to get like Happy Death Day at some point. I'm probably like, going to get off like eBay. So I'm waiting till like next month because I spent a lot this month and I'm like, you know, I'm like chill, you know? Um, and also, mentioned the movie, the interview. I want to get that as well. I feel like those are like my main two like movies I want to like get right now. Yeah. What about you? I didn't go out and purchase anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about it, but then I was like, nah. I know I'm getting a good amount of stuff for Christmas. That I let my family know that I am interested in. So that is, I was like, ah, I think I'm satisfied with what I have suggested. Mm-hmm. That I may or may not know based upon purchase history. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I thought about going to like the Walmart to see, like, oh, what do they have in terms of DVDs that's lower in price? Mm-hmm. I thought about going to Barnes and Noble to see if anything's lower, but then I was like, you know what? I don't need to spend money. Do I really need any of this? No. So I, I can wait a whole nother year if I need to. So I'm satisfied. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do anything. 
I thought about streaming services, but they all come with ads, and I was like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I can pay for no ads. I'm tired of the 90 ads that you give me. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Yeah. So the binging Barbie letterbox profile, is that specifically your friend's thoughts? That is specifically for the binging Barbie, based upon... A consensus review? Based upon a consensus review of what we both talked about in the episode. Interesting. What, so. did, what did you give Lady Bird? What did I give Lady Bird? Yeah, because on the profile, I see four out of five, and that just makes me laugh a little. <laughs> oh, well, let me... I could look it up. I'm so dumb. You could look I'm it up. right there. You gave it three stars. Did I? Yeah. What, what did I say about it? I don't remember what you said. There's a review. Yeah. A film that is overwhelming, but not my cup of tea. Yep. That's about right. Yep. Not my cup of tea. Yep. So, I guess Jay himself doesn't have his own letterbox. Um, well, if you looked on Discord, you'd see a couple things that I gave you. Oh, I, I got, I got Jacobs. I just followed that one. Yeah. Um, and, and then I see the, the, the Google Doc you sent me. Yes. Oh, dang. He saw Salt Burn? I don't want to watch Salt Burn, man. Or wait, I didn't open it. You know what? I'm just I was just like reading the description thing. Okay, let me. Yeah. Oh, so so Emma's gonna be in this too? Yes. Oh, you didn't tell me that part. This is a different Emma. I don't know any Emma. This is his sister Emma. Okay, you don't know so... this Emma. Okay. Is that also who you're following on Letterboxd? No. Am I? Then yes. It is? I assume so. Okay. Or no, it's not. No? They are, may or may not be following me. I have no idea. I don't know what people do. Okay, sorry. Don't ask me. I'm all confused and crap. It's, it's great. Oh, he has a little box? No, that's a different one. Okay. The same. You're confusing me with your mind tricks or whatever. Sorry, I'm not trying to mind trick you. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah. Salt burn is not something I want to watch. Honestly, from a little bit I've heard about it, I don't know. It just doesn't really. I'm surprised he likes a haunting. Why am I talking about this? We've probably lost everybody by now. He <laughs> likes horror stuff. So, Haunting in Venice didn't strike me as horror, though. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like I saw, like, eh, reviews about Haunting in Venice, so I guess. And then we follow something I've not heard. I've heard The Holdovers is good. Uh, Blackberry is a movie I do want to see, though. Are you, are you, what are you doing? Are you giving away? I'm sorry, that's what I just said, and I, and then you didn't stop me, so I kept talking. You want to edit this out? No. Let's no. Just, let's just end. Okay, I'm Can sorry. End? I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah, sorry. 
No, no one's listening anyway. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. The next podcast episode will be about my final mixtape oh and whatever happens. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you all Bye. next time. Bye.